You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we try to answer specific questions on an individual topic, and then at the end, we bring in an expert to give you the real answers. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. You're not drinking at all? No, no booze. I had one beer in the last six weeks. Yeah? And then one energy drink in the last six weeks. And it wasn't like a moment. I made sure that when I had those, it wasn't because I necessarily like craved them. So you're trying to stay away from the extra ingredients of nah. energy drinks or the caffeine? Neither. Okay. Just trying to make sure I'm the boss. Okay. I'm just grabbing the reins on this bitch I call life. There you go. And tugging on the mouthpiece. Making this bitch you call life your bitch. Your uh, bitch. What did little Wayne say? Life's a bitch, so I fucked her, or something like that. Yeah, well, that's pretty direct. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got. I've Thank gone you, through, Little Wayne. I've gone through taking, you know, that stuff out in in the past. Um, you know, it, it's fine. I I, just, I don't want to give up coffee. No, no I, I I don't have, really, but I'm not. I don't want to give up uh, alcohol because I don't drink that much, and I do enjoy it when I do. Yeah. I always, I always, in my mind, want to tell people who have had to give up. Whatever, no, you you just chose. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's different to. than it's like different. Yeah, none of them are impeding <clears throat> on my life or my health. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I always want to tell people never drink so much that you have to give it up. Right. You know, you ne- should kind of never have to do anything that you have to give it up. Right. Exactly. Like working out. Yeah. Addicts. I, there was an addict at um the old twenty four I went to and like I don't know, I can't diagnose anybody, I'm not a doctor. But I would go multiple um times a week to the same gym, different times every day. Sometimes uh-huh. I'm there eight in the morning, sometimes ten, sometimes evening I'm doing cardio. Same lady, same elliptical, physique did not look healthy, skin yeah. and bones, probably yeah. late forties, and she is mowing on the elliptical. Like I've never seen anyone work that hard on the elliptical and like noticeably too skinny. Oh. Like skinnier than like marathon runners. That's that's scary. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, like and this lady's getting it. Like full full resistance, full uh tilt on this thing, just mm-hmm. going out and you're like, Well, that can't be normal or healthy. But same thing, like you can't want to work out or want to podcast or want to work. There's workaholics, yeah, a real, a real sure. thing. And you should never have to Think even about me needing to stop something. Yeah, we're we're talking really about um, not taking on any particular activity in a way that it crowds out the rest of your life and becomes unhealthy. For sure, becomes obsessive, uh, obsessive. For sure. Yeah, you know I can get behind that. But I don't know. I think I do have some of that in me. Just but like, I'm more obsessed with like doing things optimally. I think so. Like when I like something, like when I started. Twitch streaming, whatever, a year ago. I wanted like my setup to be perfect. I wanted to learn how to do titles. I wanted mm-hmm. to learn how to entertain. I wanted to learn how to read. I wanted to do like everything like the pros do. So I get up a little obsessive or I guess addictive. Those somewhere go hand in hand with the doing it, like not wasting my time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it for a year and then figure out like, oh, I did this whole thing wrong. Like I want to hit the ground running. And that's how I got into fitness. Like, and that's how I think I'm a decent coach is because like I didn't want to just like coach. And like, sure, there's some things you just have to learn by doing. Yeah. But I wanted to be like, I want to know everything. So I'm not wasting my own time or my athlete's time 
doing it wrong for yeah, so freaking yeah. long. So I become yeah. obsessed with like research. Same with like buying a TV, buying a house. I got obsessed with buying my house, like getting the right price. Getting and that's yeah. obviously a big financial thing. So that's maybe more understandable. But I, I I can feel you, especially on the house thing. I get I get a little bit obsessive about real estate. Yeah. I, you know, last year was helping my um, my in laws find a place here in Sac, and I. As frustrating as it could be at times, I actually kind of loved it. I kind of do too because it's like bargain hunting and it's yeah. like like money at the end of the day. I've got a really good relationship with it, I think, and it like it comes, it goes. I'm going to find my way either way. Uh, I'd love to have more of it, but I'm not going to die if I have less of it. Um, but it feels good to like sneak one in. Or like my car I got on an insane deal on. Like, yeah. And it just makes me feel like a winner. <laughs> well, I was telling you, I just bought some track lights from my, from my family room and they had a setup on this website. It's like a largely commercial website that I'm buying them off of in Florida. Okay. Interesting. And after you put in all of your items in your cart, you can say, request a quote. And it just makes it into a quote, and it sends you to an actual salesperson. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And uh, then the actual salesperson, you know, they didn't knock very much off, yeah, yeah. but I probably saved, ooh, what the hell's that, 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah. You know, not, yeah, a, yeah. not a ton. Like, I, ch- I saved the shipping. Yeah, but feels good. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been the same price or whatever, but you didn't have to go to uh, Home Depot or something to buy them. You got well, to get exactly what you wanted. Yeah, and there was nothing at Home Depot that was like that at all either. That was uh, another kind of important point was I couldn't find what I was looking for anywhere else. Yeah, a little more specialty. I was I was actually kind of willing to go other places and kind of spend more money. Yeah. Still get a good deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't, I, I hate to cheap out on stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also into, big into, like, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Which isn't always the case, sadly, but at least I like to believe it. You want a good deal on quality merchandise. Yeah, You don't sure. want to get something cheap unless... You know, sometimes you make an, a, a, a a judgment call that yeah, okay, yeah. this just has to last me for right, you know, six months or a year or whatever until I get to the point where I can spend a lot more money on whatever. Yeah, yeah I just did that with patio furniture. I got like a fifty dollar chair and a fifty dollar coffee table. I'm gonna sit on my patio to drink coffee, and if it breaks, it fucking breaks. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because furniture, man, that stuff's crazy. It can be very expensive. Yeah, I didn't know it was more expensive than inside sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my inside's expensive, but, like, the outside, I'm like, shit, I'm not spending that. I'm good. Yeah, we're, um, th- this is all part of one room that we're redoing, so it's going to get new furniture yeah. at some point. It's getting, like, we're new new flooring. I'm getting estimates on yeah. getting the concrete polished versus See, that's stuff I don't whatever. like doing, because then, you like, you got to deal with humans, and you got to deal with, like, people checking out the space. and the, I like shopping for bargains when it's, like, on my own, on the internet. I kind of I'm kind of okay with it, but if if you get a, a some person who is more of a salesperson and less of a of a technician, yeah, it can be a problem. Yeah. it can really set you off. It may it can make me anxious, yeah, especially like, if they're like a '90s car dealer type yeah. guy, which there's so many around still. It's wild. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I actually had a meeting yesterday before we were we were trying to record yesterday, and I had I was like anxious all morning because yeah. I didn't like once I had. This meeting schedule with this guy, I was thinking about every interaction that I'd had with him, you know, through text before that, and how it was all just a little bit off. Yeah, I hate that. And yeah, like, it sets oh, me Jesus. off, too. It sets your old day off on, a, like, a weird path. My uh, house next door sold um, a couple months ago, and there's a new person there who I've not met at all. So it's a mystery person, and, like, their windows are always closed and stuff. It's really, like, you yeah. know blinds drawn or whatever so i have no idea what this person looks like but they have a contractor working on a bunch of stuff including like landscaping and stuff and the the head of that company 
is so fucking loud and obnoxious. Oh no! That I want to punch him in the face. Yeah, give him a little complaint. I was, I want to just <laughs> came to my door like the first day that they started working on it with like flyer or whatever, and the dog is barking, and I'm trying to get out of the house to do something else, and he's like sales pitching me. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, we're doing some work in the neighborhood. Just thought, you know, like you thought about upgrading your windows, and I just, I was a dick. I just said, look. We're not having this conversation right now. I'm not having this conversation. You can leave your material. I'll take a look at it. But I'm not having this conversation yeah. right now. I'm not in the mood to be pitched. Yeah. Tell me my windows are bad. Get out of here. I've never bought anything substantial. Yeah, from a door guy. From a door guy. Yeah, for sure. It's never happened. Yeah. And, and you know, shout out to all the people who have this kind of job. <laughs> yeah, some of you might be great. Yeah. <laughs> you, hey, if you're respectful, that's cool. For sure. If you're if you're providing information, that's cool. Yeah. If it's the only job you can get right now, just do it really, really well. Just so be you a get normal a different human. job. Yeah, and just be a normal human. You don't gotta be all slimy to just sell somebody something. Weird. Yeah. Please don't be weird. That sucks. We, I buy my cars at CarMax, so I don't have to deal yeah. with that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, so I do it. I do everything via email, and even via email, buying cars, you can get some slime balls. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Freaking going via email, and I can feel your vibe already. That's bad. Right. Right. Okay, well, you know, thinking about the topic that we were going to discuss, uh, this actually fits in because uh, I discovered uh, soy milk yeah. because I was doing an elimination diet because I was having issues. And so I'm yeah. like, well, maybe if I drop out dairy. And you grew boobs. Well, see what happens. Yeah. and that, But that's the fear. <laughs> that's right? what the internet says. That's what the internet says. Yeah. there's We should be afraid of these, um, you know. Yeah. The estrogens in in yeah. soy, the phytoestrogens, and it's supposed to be like leaching into all of our food from plastic, and yeah, it's all yeah, it's yeah. just an enormous big deal. <laughs> but I will tell you that I started making my own um, cold brew. Oh yeah, yeah. At home, Connor makes some. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Uh, this is just like a, just a short version here. Uh, Two thirds of a cup of uh, coffee beans. Grind those suckers up. Put them in your French press. If you don't have a French press, go buy one. Fill it up with water. Put some uh, it's like saran wrap or whatever over the top of it. Let it sit for 12, 14 hours. I use a stoppered bottle. I just I pour it through a uh, you know push the thing down, yeah. push the plunger down on the on the French press, and use a micro f- uh, fine filter, like a really fine. You, know, you can just like yeah, I think I bought mine from Amazon or whatever, just so you don't get the grounds. Yeah. Uh, Funnel that thing into a stoppered bottle. Yeah. Keep little, it in the fridge. Yeah, a little cool. It's there all the time. So pour that into a glass of ice. Yeah. Hot summer day. Water right. water about the same proportion, but depending on taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Float a little vanilla soy milk over the top oh. of that. Oh, you might need a little bit of stevia. Maybe not. I don't know, but fucking delicious. Yeah. It's like it's like frappuccino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, summer you know, Yeah, but not a thousand million calories. Yeah, I don't know why or where. I imagine it's... Um, some kind of cherry picking of of data and science that m- says that soy causes like bitch tits or gynecomastia <laughs> or yeah. or lack of um, um, testosterone or adds estrogen and 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 will inhibit you from growing muscle or being a good athlete, lowering sperm counts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You heard that about like diet sodas and stuff or like yeah. certain coloring and like I'm just I just I don't know. We'll find out. Obviously, our guest today is uh, Mike Isratel of RP Strength. Very very smart guy, doctor. Mike Isratel, uh, super smart in nutrition, uh, fitness, the whole the whole bada boom. And he's a good guy to kind of cut down myths. And I don't know. Maybe there is something to it, but my logic and my personal research is telling me that like you'd have to do 
or eat and drink an insane amount of soy for it to actually impact those things. And that's the same with like Mountain Dew, I think was the one was a kid. Like uh, I'm in like third grade. I don't even know anything about anything. I was telling you drink Mountain Dew and you're never going to have kids or something. You're like, why? My balls little, are, yeah, my balls it, are going to disappear. It is a little bit like toxic sludge. Yeah. And so like, yeah, sure. I mean, it shouldn't glow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, but again, like w- worst case, like what's the most Mountain Dew you could drink in a day? Like four liters? Like that's going to be painful. That'd be a lot. Yeah, yeah that's going to be painful. Yeah, and I still don't think like you're going to fucking explode and your nuts aren't going to work. Oh uh, no, I would agree that that's probably. The and so I'd imagine the same with soy. If you're getting some soy in there, or or you're vegan or or vegetarian and you need some protein, um, we'll see what Mike says. I'm sure he's worked with a variety of athletes, but I'm pretty sure you can have some soy here and there. Again, like I don't know what like an insane amount of soy is, but three pounds of soy. Uh, or That'd something a, a day. That's an insane amount. And yeah. I, I'd imagine it would ha- inhibit you like a, a, a minuscule amount at that. It just, it can be, unless it's like packed full of like ground up, you know, estrogen supplements. I can't yeah. imagine that it, it's yeah. enough. I mean, even if somebody who was a, um, was a vegetarian or a vegan or whatever, and, and that was kind of a primary protein yeah. source for them. Which is common. I still don't think it can be that much. I don't think it's so, just, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It seems like a lot of worry and about nothing. I do remember um, um, interacting with Derek Poundstone back in the day when he was actually sponsored by like a big yeah. uh, multinational that does soy, like more soy than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, like or whatever. soy association. Yeah, and he spent a lot of time trying to say, hey, this is not that yeah. big a deal. But I don't really know the specifics of that. Right. And, and if I were representing a very large, you know, soy manufacturer, I would probably say whatever, you know. That's what I was going to say, too, because there's money going both ways. Because yeah. everyone talks about, especially the food and our politics and uh, who knows where money's getting thrown to, to push what agenda. Um, yeah. And so hopefully Mike has some pure data for us uh, and will let us know what the hell's going on. Awesome. There's um, never been diagnosed by anything, but... I feel like, one, because of the life and work I do, we do. Um, two, even before that, I feel like there's two sides of me. So I would never say I'm split personality or this or that, but like there's two sides of what we do, right? Yeah. The content kind of side, which is definitely me. And I speak from my heart on everything I do. But there's like a different like confidence or a different like persona in a way. But that persona is still 80% me, right? Just turned yeah. up. Uh, and, and, and there's this stigma in America about like talking about your feelings yeah. as, as a man talking about like anxiety is something I talk a lot about cause yeah. I, I deal with, um, talking about mental health or relationships or feelings mm-hmm. like all those podcasts or, or radio shows typically, or TV shows typically are like a very calm, certain type of man. That's probably a therapist running that show. Mm-hmm. And then the guys on there, maybe there's not even guys on there, right? Like mm-hmm. there's ladies on there yeah. or something, right? Like, or, or it's very discreet, like a uh, love line back in the day yeah. where like no one's coming in, like making up fake names and fake areas where you are right. and telling doctor <laughs> what Dr. Drew <laughs> with their smoke alarm, uh, low battery yeah. thing going on. That yeah. still goes on. And uh, <laughs> we're Twitch streaming and whoever like <laughs> randomly we're playing with, that's always on for some reason, like change your damn thing. But yeah, you're telling Dr. Drew, you know, you, can't get hard or whatever which is the next topic of a super like non uh, maybe it's america i don't know because i don't know other dudes in other countries that well but like maybe it's just an america thing to be super embarrassed about but to me i've never dealt with this but it seems like my arm is broken i get a cast yeah my wee wee doesn't work how i want it to work i go to a doctor yeah it seems black and white to me but because of where it is or what 
body part it is, it's so different. And I'm the same way. In my personal life, I struggle with talking about my feelings, my mm-hmm. anxieties, how I feel, relationships. Mm-hmm. Throw a microphone in my front of my face and the truth serum. That's actually <laughs> the only difference of my personality is this stupid thing pulls out truth serum from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's what makes someone who does this well is you become more honest on the mic, Yeah, yeah. sadly, uh, where other people who aren't good at this, they become more shy on the mic. Right. But I've never had the wee-wee problem, but we got wee-wee fixes. Yeah, uh, we have teamed up with Blue Chew. Boom. I want to say, uh, you know how uh, UPS's slogan is, what can brown do for you? Yeah, what can blue do for you? What can blue do for you? That's that seems the- like a police thing, though. Kind of. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Blue Chew is real medicine. It's over, not over the counter, but prescription medication that you get prescribed through a doctor that you don't have to see in person. Uh, you fill out a questionnaire online. It is chewable, so it's more fast acting. You don't have to take them at any particular time. Uh, you can have an empty stomach, a full stomach. It doesn't matter. They're made right here in the United States, uh, shipped direct to you, so they're cheaper because of that. They're cutting out a middleman. And since we only endorse things that we actually have some level of confidence to actually work, I took one for the team. I can tell you they work. They work as well or better than any other prescription drug that contains the active ingredients for Viagra or Cialis. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, folks. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue, B-L-U-E. BlueChew, like Jim said, it's a chewable, first of its kind, FDA-approved active ingredients, very similar to Viagra or Cialis that you guys have known and heard of before. Uh, You can take them anytime, day or night. Full stomach, uh, since it's chewable, is absolutely fine. They work up twice as fast as any other normal pill, uh, so you can be ready whenever you guys want. When the time calls, sometimes you don't know. Yeah, they come in little packets. You can carry them along with you. You can stick them in your pocket like it's like like a condom when you were you know in, a teenager. Instead, you got your your blue yeah. chew pills or both or both <laughs> or both. Yeah, yeah, safe sex, definitely both. Blue chew's uh, prescribed online, like Jim said, it ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. So there's no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, uh, and the best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Like I said, I think we should break that stigma and not have awkwardness to begin with, yeah. but we do understand. So uh, right now, we got a special deal for you guys. Right now, bluechew.com. Get your first shipment absolutely free. Use our code FACTS. That's F A C T S. Totally discreet just pay five dollars in shipping again that's b-l-u-e chew.com promo code fax f-a-c-t-s and to try it for absolutely free friends blue chew is the better cheaper faster choice i think that's all that i can say with confidence that is all true uh and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast enjoy the episode check out bluechew.com What's up with soy? Because soy protein, because we see positive things about soy, we see negative things about soy. I don't want bitch tits. So, do I eat soy or do I avoid this stuff? Well, the, so here's the good news: um, if you take in soy protein, even in tiny amounts, you're going to very rapidly turn into a female, which is amazing because it saves people who want transgender surgery a ton of money. Yeah. Even if you walk by. <laughs> somewhere someone else is eating soy you know like when you put protein powder in your shake like a bit of dust comes out like yeah, protein dust yeah. if you get a whiff of that that's it you might as well start buying presses and i've been yeah girlfriends yeah i like that i like that a lot what about a perfume isn't a perfume and flowers what are other things that cause my estrogen to go wild 
Plastic? Plastic, yeah. yeah. Anything that's not manly, which can be extended to like, you know, televisions with color. You know, a real man watches black and white. Food that tastes too good because a real man doesn't need great tasting food. I just need hot sauce. (laughs) Steak that's overly cooked. Things that don't have cigars associated with them. Any, oh, here's a big one. Any alcohol or liquor that tastes good. Come (laughs) on. That, yeah. Fuck that. That's a problem, yeah. I want the shit to hurt me yeah. physiologically on its way down. If That's I don't want to spit it thing. out, I don't want to drink it. But then tough guy exactly. face. Tough guy face on the swallow. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> tough guy swallow. And then it's just really confusing where we take this uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so soy. The real deal with soy. Uh, there is some decent re- research on the sort of phytoestrogenic properties of soy. Um the the lowdown is that there is a possibility that very very high consistent intakes of soy may play a role in increasing those sort of estrogenic hormonal effect in a given person's body. Uh, but the research consensus so far, and unfortunately, most of these studies just aren't super designed to tackle this exact question. Um, most of the research uh, so far seems to indicate that if you don't uh, eat an exorbitant amount of soy super consistently, if you eat it occasionally or even part of a normal diet but not crazy, like you know a soy product uh, every couple of, every day, couple of days, uh, you just take a regular soy protein instead of a whey, it's probably going to have almost no measurable effect on anything regarding body composition or any other kind of really crazy hormonal effects or so on and so forth. Is there a chance? that if you eat soy sort of every meal, day in and day out, in large quantities, that you can get some estrogenic activity. There is, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. So it's one of those, if you really want to err on the side of super safe, yeah, you know, just don't go crazy with your soy intake. But there's a pretty good chance that in several years after more research is conducted, we could very, very well find out that no amount of soy real world actually gets you, like, any kind of So Maybe, like, if you're uh, three weeks out of a bodybuilding show, you might want to cut down on your soy because you don't want just a little bit of estrogen water bloat. But the, um, I'll, I'll tell you this. The amount of estrogen required to cause or accelerate gynecomastia uh, is highly, highly unlikely that that amount of estrogenic activity is possible for eating soy products. It would be really, really, really unprecedented. So that, I wouldn't bet on That was going to be my next question. Say, let's just make this up. Uh, medium to high amounts do, you know, uh, some estrogenic uh, properties uh, it, it, in change. What effect would that actually have in maybe, you know, the elite power lifter or someone that takes this stuff seriously, but it's not their job? Is it even going to really affect things? Yeah, well, so estrogen uh, is in moderate dosage ranges or serum blood ranges. Estrogen enhances the strength gaining process. So, like, uh, to sort of put this in another way, a lot of the drugs that that, uh, folks who like to cheat at sports will take. Fucking uh, cheaters. (laughs) Pieces of shit, right? Um, A lot of those drugs that cause the biggest strength gains are also the ones that are not what are called completely dry drugs. They come with a bit of estrogen conversion. And people report that the drugs with a slightly more estrogen conversion they make you stronger, and there has been, I think, mechanistic links in the literature of estrogen to strength enhancement. So it gets one of these things that if your estrogen is completely fucking out of hand, you're going to carry a lot more water, you're going to gain fat more easily, you might have some estrogenic activity that leads to the development of breast tissue, so on and so forth, although I can comment on that later, that's unlikely for other reasons, but it can get 
pretty bad if you're like obscene estrogen levels and or you're incredibly sensitive to estrogen because there's a sensitivity issue as well. But that's probably not going to happen to most people, even with those drugs I was referencing, and as almost certainly won't happen with estrogen, estrogenic effects of soy products. So um, if a power lifter super on their shit, really on their game, and they eat a considerable amount of soy, uh, the most likely thing that happened is nothing. The second most likely is their training is going to go pretty well. <laughs> so there may be a benefit. Uh, Sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it, they might carry like an extra pound or two of water or something like that. Um, and, and then uh, the very l- unlikely thing is that, you know, they start to have a very per- sort of persistent, very hydrogen environment. It's also very sensitive to estrogen. And the confluence of those two things ends up getting them, uh, you know, the development of gynecomastia, which again, for powerlifters, sort of irrelevant because who gives a shit how you look, fucking brother? You just got to fucking bench. <laughs> Plus, technically speaking, if you touch your fucking new titties, then it's bigger. less range of motion. True. That's it. True. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a fair point. Yeah. We're gonna get a bunch of like uh, people purposely gonna go a male getting uh, breast enhancement just for a, a yeah. high bench press. Well, dude, that's not like so. That's not unprecedented. The uh, females on the female division with the big fake titties, um, they have lower range of motion on their bench. Like that's like that's just a thing. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm gonna get arm so extensions waiting, and try to go play right, in the NBA. Hundred no, percent. What I want to see is like a woman take her shit to the next level. Like I don't just want like fakies to fucking look cute. I'm trying to get like triple Z fakies <laughs> yeah. so that I basically have a one inch range of motion bench press, smash every fucking record. They can't touch you. The shit is in my body, bro. It's yeah. legal. Yeah, little half inch uh, range of motion. That's it. There you go. I mean, I don't know where you compete though. Like there got to be rules, is right? There any, I don't know. Is there any, no, I don't know. I don't think so. Not I if it's your body. I'm not the expert on this. I guess as I'm long not as the expert, as long as you don't call yourself transgender and try to compete no, yeah. in the USAPL. No, you compete in the males. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's That's just it. Like somebody like Chad Wesley Smith or Max Ada would probably know this really well. But I'm. It is my understanding. I may be wrong that there is no limit on <laughs> there's no it's funny to say there's no limit on breast implant size in any powerlifting federation even the nattiest of the natty <laughs> you know like so when I, they had their breast implants they were like restraining themselves because they're they're, I mean, they're not big that big no either one of them right the doctor is like so you're gonna look great with ease and she's like whoa, whoa easy i'm usapl let's put in the fucking fees and that's it he's like all right What's um what's some of the stuff with est- estrogen? Maybe just a regular athlete. Is there levels that people should pay attention to? Benefits, not benefits. Um, maybe unsoy related. That because uh, people always talk about testosterone and free testosterone yeah. and take magnesium mm-hmm. and eat a bunch of broccoli sprouts and all this sure, shit sure. to maybe help that. Is there things with estrogen that maybe we should pay attention to, or do you think if you're kind of a healthy individual, we're doing okay? Yeah, you if you take exogenous drugs that modulate it, yes. But then you got to pay attention to 50 trillion other things. Um, but if you are, you know, drug free, as you damn well should be, this is America, I might add. Captain America doesn't approve. Wait, hold up. Captain America yeah, is Cap- serum. It was serum. Mm, yeah, yeah. But look, he was fighting Nazis. Come on. You're not fighting Nazis. You're going to a backyard powerless <laughs> where there could be Nazis, actually, now that, you know, that whole controversy. <laughs> That's probably more yeah, likely than. Point. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, I just argued myself out of that one. <laughs> Holy shit. You are Captain America. Juice up. Um, so if you're drug-free, then uh, you know almost certainly your estrogen is in the normal range. As in the normal range, estrogen does all the cool stuff that usually does. 
and it's usually not going to interfere with anything. So it's just part of your just hormonal milieu. It's just nothing to worry about. If your estrogen is very, very low, you could have carried less body water than normally. Your sex drive could be perturbed, actually. Your estrogen is super low. It actually doesn't allow you to have high sex drive. Mm. If your estrogen is super duper high, you can uh, end up actually getting uh, difficulty sleeping and a variety of other things and, of course, have uh, feminization to a larger extent than you would like. And then, But that's usually like, if that's the case, that's one of those things like uh, you just have to see your doctor for like the medical shit before it ever concerns your lifting. Like if you break your leg like in half, you're not going to be like, fuck, I had to call my coach and get my program modified for next week. Like you don't <laughs> want to talk to your doctor first because you had a broken fucking leg. So if your estrogen is way that far out of normal, that by the time it starts pertaining to your lifting and is worth correcting for lifting, it's going to have some medical stuff you should probably look into anyway. And that's going to be flagged on a blood panel if you get it. So if you really think you have high estrogen, you're curious. Is anything have to do with that uh, with body fat percentage? And this is 100% anecdotal from my brain of living on the earth for 31 years. But you notice sometimes <laughs> some people who are a little heavier, a lot of like teenagers will either have puberty later or, or they just look kind of like baby-faced and feminine up until they're like 25 sometimes. Have you seen some of that? Does that have anything to do with anything or did I make that up? No, no, totally. So I think that um, some of that is like, your nuts haven't really started producing a whole lot of tests yet. And mm. that's simultaneously what keeps you estrogen dominant because by default you have pretty normal estrogen production and you just don't have the test production you're supposed to yet. So you have way more estrogen, way less testosterone and thus your baby face than haven't hit puberty yet. But there's another wrinkle there. Uh, the higher level of body fat you have, the more estrification occurs. Uh, so it's actually uh, the, the testosterone ends up being, uh, uh, sort of converted slash created, uh, basically you get more estrogen in your bloodstream, the fatter you are. So like if you mm. have whatever genetics you have, whatever your size of your nuts, <laughs> however much test you have, tiny, the, by the more way. body fat, I mean, to me, I don't even, I don't even know nuts are a thing. So the doctor was like, <laughs> Oh, you don't have nuts. And I'm like, Oh fuck, that's sweet. I can juice to the gills and not worry about losing anything, you know? Um, so, but like in any case, the more body fat you gain, given a certain set of circumstances, the more estrogen you're going to have. And actually like that is a little bit of a problem if it gets really out of hand, but mostly it's like a cosmetic problem. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, it, it, there, there is some speculation that if you are of normal body fat, then you have a normal amount of estrogen as a male and it allows you to make good strength gains and train safer because you hold more body water. Mm. It may be why if you get really lean, your estrogen probably falls and then you're dry all the time. Your gains might not be as good and so on and so forth. So there's that happy middle ground with almost everything uh, and estrogen probably included. So that probably plays a role in maybe um, a power lifter's body fat percentage, again, depending on genetics perhaps and overall goals. Uh, but even the regular gym goer or perhaps a bodybuilder in their off-season, uh, finding a, a range that might be, again, kind of the, the right balance rather than going yeah, 80 pounds absolutely. over stage weight. So yeah, for sure, just balloon right up. Yeah. So in terms of the other factors that might affect uh, how much water you carry around, you know, based on your diet, like, are we arguing against keto just sort of in the back door here because people just really carry a whole lot less water when they're on a fairly strict keto diet? Um. So you generally tend to drop water 
when you're beginning a keto diet, yeah. but within several weeks, that usually renormalizes, so you carry a normal amount of body water. So it's the initial drop that's a big deal. Mm. Um, and if you have a switch back to a high carb diet, you get an initial raise in body water, but most of that water ends up filling out your glycogen stores. So you don't, uh, if we look at the body as multiple compartments, like the intravenous space, um, and then we look at you know, extracellular, intracellular, so on and so forth, uh, you're going to store more water inside the muscle cell if you are carbed up because the water comes in with the carbs. But eating carbs regularly probably doesn't store a real big different amount of water anywhere else, especially like in your joints, for example. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to injury risk, um, you know, keto doesn't leave you with super dry joints or anything like that as far as I'm aware. Uh, but carb eating more carbs also doesn't water up your joints. It can in the first couple of days because you eat so many carbs and pull so much water in. And usually when you eat carbs, you also end up getting thirsty you drink even more water and they usually fun foods like when people stop doing keto they don't just like oh i'm gonna eat more peaches or some shit they're like i'm gonna <laughs> literally get myself wrapped in a burrito and eat my way out <laughs> so when that happens and a lot of salt comes with that and then your joints can feel a little bit more cushy for uh, you know a little while and then and that usually renormalizes unless you consistently take in way too many calories way too much salt and way too much carbohydrate and then it never renormalizes and you're always puffy but you know that's how you end up being super gigantic and not in a good way so to kind of put a cap on this one do you have any idea how this it's how this whole uh rumor or or uh, urban legend started about soy affecting people negatively from diet yeah i wouldn't so much call it an i mean i think it's fine to call it an urban legend um, but I think it, there's a chance that it has some validity to yeah. it or just some combination of not sure if it has validity and some combination of it's unlikely to be a real big deal. Hmm. The way it really caught on, I think, is that uh, I think it's kind of twofold, one, uh, maybe threefold. One is there's literature that basically has identified compounds in soy that are what are called phytoestrogens, right? Right. Um, and they're plant compounds that behave a lot like estrogen. And when you put them into a vat of cells, they fucking work like estrogen does. And once that research came out, people were like, oh, shit. Like, this is, you know, bodybuilders, anything, anytime they hear estrogen, they're like, fuck, that's going to make me a fucking woman. Fuck that. Um, and then another part of it, I think, is for completely unrelated reasons. So a lot of... Uh, people that are culturally perceived as feminine um, that, uh, you know, for example, uh, tend to be environmentalists or vegans or they don't like to kill animals. They will eat a lot of soy products because they don't like to kill animals. It doesn't have to do mm, okay. shit with estrogen. Yeah, yeah. And then people will be like, look at them. They're fucking soft and weak. And it's because, you know, they are softer and weaker because they don't they're not fucking dumbass animals that fucking bang their head on weights all the time and each bacon sheared off a live pig but yeah, like trying to make a difference you know, and we're over here focusing on our biceps exactly exactly i get it I so get it. when when you see people like that and they're like i eat soy and then you're like Ugh, i don't know you seem small and weaker and meat only look at fucking exactly exactly and then you look at a fucking study on pubmed and it's like you know estrogens and soy and you're like fuck i knew it like that's why those people are like that like that's not why they're like that now is there a chance they're a tiny bit more like that when way over eating soy? There is that chance, but it's it's quite low, and it's not something I would worry about a ton. Beautiful. Uh, where can people find you, Mike? Thanks so much. Uh, plug away. 
Thank you. Uh, at R-P-D-R-M-I-K-E, R-P Dr. Mike on Instagram. Uh, mostly pictures of me. Not completely naked, but I have a Patreon where you get fully naked pictures Ooh. of me. Ooh. Mostly of my genitals. Yeah, I'm shy about the rest of my body. Um, and then, It's all the soy. Um, yeah, it's all the soy. I mean, literally, like, for sure. Yeah. That's me. Um, That's great. So, and then uh, at RP Strength on Instagram is Renaissance Periodization, a company I helped to run and co-founded, and that's cool. We got all kinds of products and workout stuff, diet up stuff. We have a diet app that just tells you to eat soy all the time, so you turn into a woman, and that's it. There you go. Beautiful. All right. I am at DJ McD on all the social media. The show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and... I'm Silent Mike, 2Ks, everywhere. Follow me. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next time. 